Welcome into the quest for number nine podcast. My name is Seth Warner and I'm here to show you Kentucky basketball from a fan's perspective. Today we are recapping Kentucky's big win against Ole Miss. The final score was 75 to 63 Kentucky. This moves Kentucky to 17 and 7 overall and 7 and 4 in conference. And this moves Ole Miss to 18 and 6 overall and 5 and 6 in conference. And this Ole Miss team was very scrappy and actually at one point was undefeated late in this year. But Kentucky came out and responded outside of the first four minutes. They really were in control. They were up 14 at halftime and ended up losing the second half by two. But some of those buckets came at the very end where they cut the lead down to 12. Where we were up by 16 at one point. This Kentucky team just had a strong game overall and only allowed 63 points for an Ole Miss team that's averaging around 75 a game. Kentucky was able to consistently get buckets, especially outside of that first few minutes I was saying, because they started out kind of slow and Ole Miss took a 5 to nothing start. But Kentucky was able to defend, and Uganda Anyenzo had 10 blocks. In his 24 minutes, he was 3 for 3, 2 for 4 from free throw, with only 3 rebounds, but he had 10 blocks. An eight point. Trey Mitchell in his 21 minutes, he actually left the game and has a shoulder injury. We're not sure how he's doing at the moment, but he was two for five from field goal, 0 for two from three, and one for one from the free throw line. He had six rebounds, two assists with five points. And Justin Edwards had an impressive game. In his 24 minutes, he was four for seven, 0 for one from the three point line, and four for five from the free throw line with two rebounds, one assist. Two steals and 12 points. Justin Edwards was just really active in the passing lanes. And he got quite a bit of his points off of just turnovers that Kentucky created. And off of just doing the easy and simple play. He only missed a few shots. And several of those were in and out. And I thought he just had an overall very complete game. The next guy that was for Kentucky was DJ Wagner. DJ Wagner, in his second game back, he played 18 minutes. He was 1 for 4 from field. 0 for 1 from 3 and 4 for 5 from the free throw line with 4 assists and 4 points. Antonio Reeves is the last guy in their starting lineup. And he, in his 28 minutes, was 6 for 12 from the field, 1 for 5 from 3, and 2 for 2 from the free throw line with 7 rebounds and 15 points. He really came on in the second half and they were really trying to run him off the 3 point line. And he was able to get to his push shot and some of those other things that he's became really good at. One of the main guys that was, like usual, our big contributors off the bench was Reed Shepard. Reed Shepard played 32 minutes, was 5 for 10 from the field, 3 for 6 from 3, and 5 assists, 4 rebounds, 5 steals, and 13 points. He overall had a good game. He started out a little bit slow, where Kentucky in the first probably 10 minutes was 0 for 3, from three-point range, but they really were able to start warming up after that. The last guy in our rotation was Rob Dillingham. Rob Dillingham, in his 19 minutes, was four for seven from the field, two for three from three-point three range, with four rebounds, four assists, and 10 points. Kentucky, for their efficiency, they were they shot 52% from the field, 33% from three, 76% from the free throw line. Free throws are pretty good in this game and our three-point attempts were about where we like them but the efficiency wasn't there our slow start really hurt us in that aspect 
But Kentucky ended up winning the rebounding battle, 37-34. to This Kentucky team just really fought in this game. And I thought their hands were more active and they were just more disruptive. Kentucky's turnovers were up in this game by quite a bit. You wouldn't think after playing Tennessee and Texas A&M, some of these other teams that really like to pressure the ball, you would have a big turnover game. But against Ole Miss, we did. We had 15 turnovers to their 12. Where against like Tennessee, we only had eight or so turnovers. And going on to Ole Miss, Ole Miss, they really did a good. And most of Kentucky's blocks came from Uganda Onyenzo. Like I said, he had 10 blocks. And Ole Miss, had, like I said in the preview episode, they have Jamarian Sharp. He had two of those blocks. Kentucky was able to do a really good job of protecting the rim in this game, where they had 12 blocks. Like I was saying, Uganda and Yunzo had 10 of those. But Aaron Bradshaw came in and gave us a good two blocks and was able to protect the rim and make them take those jumpers and be stagnant of when they attack the rim. Kentucky just was able to stay under control and stay connected on defense and being able to stay intertwined. And I thought overall Kentucky had a little bit of a slow start from three, but overall offense was good. And Ole Miss got a few too many probably offensive rebounds, but overall I thought Kentucky did a pretty good job of staying connected even when they go to rebound. You have to rebound as a team as well. You can't just defend as a team and then you break down and you go individual when you're going to rebound that's how teams get second chances and how you're a bad defensive rebounding team but I thought Kentucky was had a balanced performance with multiple guys having double figures and being able to just have multiple guys get on the stat sheet like a do in his 21 minutes at five rebounds with four points but he was still able to get in the passing lanes with a steal and just created penetration and did a good job of collapsing that Ole Miss defense and dishing because Ole Miss had several good shot blockers, and when they would come up, we would just dish to the open guy because we would create driving lanes, and I thought Kentucky did a really good job of creating mismatches and attacking when Trey Mitchell got switches when he was in the game, and... Moving on to Saturday, Kentucky plays at Auburn. This is going to be a very tough environment for the Wildcats where they're going to the Auburn Tigers where Kentucky has lost several times in the past few years. And this Auburn team is a very scrappy and very good defensive team. And they're a pretty good offensive team, averaging 82.3 points per game, while Kentucky's averaging 88.9 points per game. And both these teams like to play at a pretty good pace. Kentucky's a little bit faster, but Auburn still likes to play at a high pace. Both these teams are good at creating offense and have very fast guards. And they both shoot good field goal percentage on the year. Kentucky shoots 49.2% from the field, and Auburn shoots 46.3% from the field. And both these teams protect the rim well with Janai Broom is the Auburn Tigers' best shot blocker. And he's one of their best players, averaging 16 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists. And he's very effective on getting rebounds, and he's really good at blocking shots, averaging 2.4 blocks per game. And he's very versatile, actually averaging 34% on the year from 3. And he's one of their main offensive guys they go to, and he just anchors their defense. 
and Kentucky with Yukon and Yenzo, he can block shots and be disruptive also. And Kentucky just needs to handle the pressure against this Auburn team. Auburn likes to press a lot, and they really like to press up on the young Kentucky team in every team they play. Kentucky just needs to understand the moment of the, where they are and how to play within themselves, especially coming off that Ole Miss game where they had a high amount of turnovers. And another thing with Janiah Broom is he'll post up a lot. And one of the things that we really struggled in the Gonzaga game is post-defense and just getting buried. We need to work on getting over and getting on top and defending at a high level. On our guards on the bottom, trying to get deflections on the entry passes, and our big guys trying to get in front and trying to deny. But Kentucky has... I think the explosive offense, Auburn truly doesn't have like a pro on their team, but they have a whole group of guys. If we can expose some of those offensive struggles at times, like they scored 65 points on Saturday in a loss to Florida. If we can create an up and down affair and be able to take away some of their three-point shooting and take Janiah Broom on the inside, I think Kentucky can have a good chance of winning this game and this is actually a good time for Kentucky to play Auburn because they're going to be coming off a game against South Carolina they're going to be playing tonight that's Wednesday and South Carolina is one of the best teams in the SEC it's going to be at home for Auburn but that's going to be a very physical affair South Carolina is number 11 in the country and Auburn is number 13 at the time and this is a big chunk for South Carolina to Kentucky where both these teams have a lot of important games coming up. Because Auburn plays South Carolina, Kentucky, and Tennessee all in their next four. And let's see if Kentucky can truly be able to take advantage of Auburn coming off a big game like South Carolina and see if we can learn from our mistakes in the Gonzaga game and play good post-defense. And just, we're very active in the Ole Miss game. If we can just keep up that intensity... For long periods of time, sometimes in our games, we've lost focus. Like there was one play where Reed Shepard was going to dig out on the defender, but he lost sight of his guy and he back cut and that was a dunk for the other team. We need to have a balance. Reed Shepard's really good at getting steals, but he loses focus of his guy and gets back cut a lot. And overall, I think this Kentucky team just needs to control the amount of possessions in this game. Auburn is a good rebounding team, and we need to be able to control the glass, the offensive and defensive glass. They're averaging a little less than one more rebound per game than Kentucky, and they love to create turnovers and create chaos. Kentucky needs to play within themselves and understand where they are on the floor and how they need to pass. And we've had some lazy passes in the last few games. We need to tighten some of that stuff up. And Kentucky just needs, like I was saying, play inside themselves. Like I was saying, they're going to press probably. And just understand we can rely on some of our veterans like Reeves and Mitchell if Mitchell is healthy. But hopefully it's not anything too major with Trey Mitchell. But overall, I think this Kentucky team just needs to respond. And I think the schedule lines up well for Kentucky to play Auburn. And another key factor is 
steals, who win the steal battle, like I was saying, is turnovers and a lot of like live ball turnovers. Who gets the most live ball turnovers and who creates the most layups and easy opportunities, especially for Kentucky. Because this Auburn team is going to be hard to score on, and if we can create live ball turnovers or even live ball misses when they miss and we get the rebound and create fast breaks, if we can get more and more fast break points and more and more open possessions, I think Kentucky can really take advantage of their speed and their just athleticism advantage. I think this game comes around at about the right time for Kentucky, and I think Kentucky will win 89-85. to I think it will be a very tight game till Kentucky pulls away at the very end, and I think similar to Auburn, this is a tight stretch, but Kentucky has one more day to prepare and Auburn is coming off a bigger game than Kentucky did. And Kentucky truly controlled their game. I think the Auburn game will be very close. And that's all from the Quest for Number 9 podcast. My name is Seth Warner, and see you next time.